These are the Keishi Tapes. You, Man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Welcome to the Keishi Tapes. I'm John Hewlett, along with... Favaz. Favaz. Um, the Keishi Tapes. They're brought to you by legendsofrock.io. Visit legendsofrock.io to enter giveaways of rare collectibles. Nice. Hey, uh, yes, it's time for us to go back in just, when it comes to time, just a couple of weeks. Yeah, really? That's this it? interview, yeah. It's mm-hmm. an interview you just recently did with one of the members of Guns N' Roses. Richard Fortas, the rhythm guitar player, lives in town, uh, has uh, born and bred uh, St. Louisan. Um, I think he was born here. <laughs> and uh, he's been with Guns N' Roses for 20 years. Man. Can you believe that? Yeah, there were some down years in that time period, there, right? There were some down years, and then, you know, some very up years when Duff and Slash came back to the band. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, he was, uh, the night, well, the night of the uh, the riot in 91, he was playing at Kennedy's. Mm. Was he really? <laughs> yeah, how mm. funny is that? Yeah. I, we might even talk about that. I'm not sure, but uh, Richard's a great guy, and I see him at the gym quite a bit. And um, he's uh, a great interview, and he he's you know, I mean, I, I worked on this interview for for a few weeks, you know, because he has to go through the proper channels of oh, Guns really? N' Roses yeah. before he mm-hmm. can speak. But when he does speak, mm-hmm. it ends up on on some of the national publications. Yeah, you know, so yeah. and this did parts and of this, this interview did parts did. of this did. Yeah. So. All right, so here we go, Richard Fortas with Favaz. It's KC95, that's better, from Guns N' Roses, and the man that uh, co-wrote that song is with me. Oh, you did this live on the air. I did it live on the air. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's KC95, that's better, from Guns N' Roses, and the man that uh, co-wrote that song is with me. Oh, you did this live on the air. Hey. Why, well, I did, John, yes. <laughs> hey, right now, Richard Fortas from St. Louis, rhythm guitarist for Guns N' Roses. Hi. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing all right. So we were just talking about uh, the nightmare that I had uh, flying to Florida on Frontier Airlines. And uh, did you get recognized? You want to hear about that? No. Uh-uh. Oh, man. Three firsts that, uh, that happened to me uh, going to Disney with my boys. Really? Okay. So the first one, we were on Frontier Airlines. We were on the jet. We taxied from the gate. You know, we were in St. Louis. And uh, we got almost to the runway and we stopped okay and for a good 10 minutes i was like what's the deal because we were taking off at nine o'clock at night Uh you know there shouldn't be any issues no so the pilot comes on and he says uh we have a sensor in the right brake that's uh, not cooperating so we have to go back to the gate Mm. Mm. so we're gonna let you people off you know you don't have to stay on the plane that's good yeah but that also means it's gonna be a long time so Uh, about two hours later. Oh my gosh. We take off. Okay. So then that's, that's number one. Number two thing that happened. There was a woman about four rows in front of me across the aisle that had a medical emergency. I don't know oh, what she had. Wow. And all of a sudden on the intercom, is there a medical professional on board? Oh, and I was no. like, Oh my God, this woman is yeah. going to, you know, Possibly have a heart attack. I don't know. Yeah. I've so, had that happen before. Up in the air. But really? Yeah, yeah. This was up in the air. This was oh, 37,000 feet. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, I don't know if it was a nurse or a doctor, but this woman came back and she put cold compresses on the woman. Um, you know, she was okay. All right. Okay. So then that was number two. Number three, 
we land and I see all these fire trucks waiting to converge on a jet. Yeah. So, you know, it was two o'clock in the morning yeah. when we landed mm-hmm. in Orlando. And I was like, I wonder if they're for us. So we taxied forever. We stopped. And the pilot comes on and goes, I don't know if you heard that, uh, that, that pop, uh, when we took off from St. Louis on the left hand side of the plane, but we're going to have the fire truck people, uh, check everything out, make sure we didn't blow a tire and everything and, uh, give us the, the okay, you know, to land. Or no, we, to, we already to, landed. Oh, so they, yeah. Oh, so we waited another 15 minutes and they were right bias you know i could see the the lights and everything and they inspected everything and everything was fine and we ended up at the gate there were fire trucks there and got to the room at 3 45 oh in the morning wow with little kids with little yes <laughs> seven to nine year olds and uh i i, I couldn't believe it yeah so wow, that, that was my frontier airline oh, story wow, yeah. and he sent a picture of me he, he sent a picture of the frontier Sign at the uh, airport uh, the the Friday the the Friday a couple days after this interview that uh, he was going out to L.A. to do uh, rehearsal with Guns and Roses with he goes mm-hmm. just thinking of you you know and he sent a picture of Frontier so oh yeah yeah <laughs> well when we had the emergency medical emergency happen on the flight that I was on we were at thirty five thousand feet too and they took the plane down and landed it in some place else where we weren't even going wow and I mean they took it down at like a forty five degree angle. Ooh. And it was, it, it was, was quick. It was quick. Yeah, it was crazy. And then it took a while to get back up in the air and go to their destination. Yeah. They had like reroute the, or rework the, uh, get the permissions that they needed to have in order to take off from that airport versus the original yeah. airport. It was a mess. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, oh, oh yeah. We're doing a podcast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just many places uh, that you go around town. You know, because uh, you live in St. Louis. In town? Yeah, you know what? I think I get recognized a lot more than I realize. Really? Yeah, because people here are very cool. They're very, you know, respectful and laid back and not... So you get a couple double takes and then yeah, they won't say or, anything. Or a lot of times, like, I'll be at a restaurant or something and, you know, we'll be at the end of the meal and somebody will, you know, the, the server will say, hey, it's, you know, I just wanted you to know it's a honor to serve you or I'm... You know, big fan, blah, right? Blah, 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 or my my mother's a big fan. How <laughs> <laughs> so, bet she is. Yeah. <clears throat> so September 9th, Guns N' Roses will play Bush Stadium, and we'll talk about that in just a little while. Um, first of all, uh, you were in the band for those that don't know, Pale Divine for years. Uh, the Mississippi Nights Coffee Table Book. Are you aware of that? Yeah, yeah. I have. Uh, I had two copies that somebody had given me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I just gave one to Danny the other day. I don't have one of those. They're good. Yeah. It's good. And you know, Garrett and Stacy Enlow put it together. They're a couple listeners, a couple mm-hmm. of uh, maybe you know, I do have it. I don't know. Anyway, I have it. I took a picture of Pat Hagen. Oh, you know, because uh-huh. he runs the pageant now. Yeah. And uh, the the picture in the book of Pat Hagen is priceless. And I was like, hey, is this you? <laughs> you know, it's great. Yeah. Like uh, a couple days ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so Garrett Enlow and his wife uh, did it, and they did a really good job. They did. They did a really good job. It's more metal-focused than, like, my memories of Mississippi Nights, <laughs> yeah. which were not metal-focused. Um, but, yeah, he did a great job. It's a great book. Now, in uh, Mississippi Nights, did Pale Divine play there? Did the Eyes play there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we would play weekends there. So we would play like a Friday and Saturday. And uh, that's actually how I met the drummer for, for Guns N' Roses now. 
Um, also really? the drummer for my band Love Spit Love and Psychedelic Furs and Honky Toast. He, I met him at Mississippi Nights because his band, The Beautiful, opened for us. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then who would have thunk? Yeah. All those years. Yeah, and then I saw him walking down the street or closing up a leather shop at, on St. Mark's in Manhattan. <laughs> and uh, say, hey, I remember you. And you stirred it back up? and uh, you got Yeah. It, back? It, it just so happened at that time. I said, hey, w- what's going on with the beautiful? He goes, oh, we just got dropped by our label mm. and broke up. And he goes, now I'm working at this shoe shop. And I said, hey, do you, are, we're actually auditioning <laughs> for drummers. Would you be interested? And he's like, oh, yeah. So that was... That, that's how it started? Yep. Wow. That's how, that's how the guy who's drumming for Guns N' Roses now got into Apparently, the Apparently, yeah. Wow. Kind of crazy. Yeah. Your daughter plays uh, music. And, she does. Uh, She's and, really good. Yeah, and how old is she? She is 14. 14? Uh, sorry, 15, 15. Yeah, and I, I saw one song on social media, and it was really, really good. Yeah, she's good. And I'm just not saying that. We actually, we recorded um, we recorded 10 songs of her band here at Sawhorse Studios, mm-hmm. which we did basic tracking there, and we've done over, overdubs at my studio, which uh, uh-huh. is Great. And your home, yes, and, and your home, and it's lovely. Uh, I've just redone it again. He, you know he what? Lives, he lives. He lives near you. Oh yeah. He, well, he lives closer, close to the radio station, but he's just down. Uh, I guess it would be Chesterfield. I don't know, but down Olive a mm-hmm. little ways. Mm. You know. Okay. I'll have the authorities uh, check it out. <laughs> and it's it's awesome. But uh, yeah, so we we tracked the same place. I tracked the psychedelic furs album. Um, saw horse and then did overdubs at my, my. Hold on. I just saw Mark Close walk past the windows here and he, he hiked his pants up like an old dude. And he's, yeah. You can almost see his butt. I, I bet he's got those shoes on too that I hate. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what kind of shoes are those? They're, they're the penny loafers. Oh, oh, I don't know. They are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I, I almost saw Mark butts, Mark's butt crack there. So. Thanks. It's cool. Yeah. Now, do you, do you play guitar every day? Oh yeah, yeah. So, so there, there isn't a time where you, you just, you know, you just like, ah, I don't feel There like are definitely days where I play a lot more than other days. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, my wife is so incredibly tolerant. Yes. Of my noodling. She must be. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> cause we'll, you know, cause I, I play when I'm, you know, at the end of the day, if we're sitting down to watch a show, you know, or a movie or something, well, I'll sit and noodle, you know, and I get right. a little. Oh, an acoustic guitar? No, uh, either a no. <laughs> I would think it'd be an acoustic. Yeah, guitar. I would think so too. That's why I said it. Yeah, and he plugs in the electric guitar. I would yes, drive for. He I'm, does. I'm surprised she's she, still married. She's an attorney, Stephanie, and she oh, yeah? is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll bet. Yeah, acoustic where I have a little amp in the living room, and okay. it's a nervous thing for him probably. Yeah, yeah, he has an amp in the living room. <laughs> yeah, well, we all. <laughs> Yeah, it's called the uh, speakers off the TV. That's my amp. <laughs> An I amp swap, in the living room. Yeah, right? and I swap out the guitars, you know, just low, and you know, I'll sit and noodle while we're watching the right movie, and I'm I'm practicing, you know. Yeah, of course, of course. And you've got a lot of practice. How could she hear what's going on in the movie? <laughs> he says he keeps it low, uh, but at the same time, I'm just like. Wouldn't yeah. that be distracting? Yeah. Or maybe it's just his fingers he needs to be moving. It doesn't, you know, he doesn't necessarily have to hear it. Maybe. Know? Maybe you just. Yeah. Practice coming up. Yeah. Well, I got a whole month of practice. This is when I uh, 
really do the woodshedding because now all I do is play. So right now, uh, before we, uh, you know, we're going to play some Guns N' Roses here in a second. I, I want to ask you about Rihanna because I know you played with Rihanna uh, mm-hmm. years ago, correct? Yeah. Did you watch I her totally Super Bowl uh, uh, halftime performance? No, no, I didn't. Oh, you didn't? No. Man, she was good. Good. She, she was good. I mean, I, I I thought the the choices of songs were. What kind- did he do with her? He played guitar on, on tour with her. Oh, yeah. Huh. Kind of iffy, but, uh, you know, you couldn't see the band at all. And, uh, she had a lot of dancers on stage and, you know. Dancers are important. Yeah. For, for something like that. So I did that gig for when she was like back in the Disturbia days. Right? Really? And then, uh. That was her first album, wasn't it? No. Uh-uh. She what? had, cause she'd already had like Umbrella and, oh, uh, right. but it was, yeah, she, she blew up huge. And so, uh, we toured with Chris Brown, actually. Oh, wow. And that's, that's so I was weird. there during that whole debacle. Wow, that's weird. And, uh, Chris then, Brown? Oh, yeah. What did he do? He, uh, well, well, he, he allegedly hit her. Yeah. Hit her. Yeah, yeah, right before the Grammys. Oh, wow. That's well, not was, a good thing. No. When I, I left to go back to GNR, and Nuno took my place. That's Nuno Betancourt. Yep. And he was saying, and he is still the guitar player. For Rihanna, right? He is? Yes, I'm pretty sure because he was the one that said, yeah. "Hey, did you see me for two seconds on the uh, Super Bowl halftime show?" Yeah, the band really got a lot of publicity. You know, oh, and all that. so he was kind of. I didn't realize he was still doing it. I thought yeah. he was back doing I think extreme. He is. I think he is. So anyway, Richard he definitely is. That was him. Yeah, yeah, yep. Fortis is here. He's a rhythm guitar player for Guns N' Roses. We're going to talk a lot about Guns N' Roses here in just a second. Do you do you could be mine ever? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's a that's great that's, song. That's a staple. I mean, that's one that we can't really not play. Really? Yeah, like that. I think you're welcome to the jungle you're and welcome sweet to child jungle paradise. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, those are. But, but I, you could be mine was a big hit. It was a big so hit. So that right. November rain, we got we got to play those. Yeah. All right, we're gonna play that right now. Here is you could be mine it's from GNR. It's KC ninety five. Okay, that's uh, that was segment one. We yes. move on to segment two. Segment number two. Hopefully I, I, won't I think it. we talk about Guns N' Roses. I think. 95. All right, welcome back. With me is the rhythm guitar player for Guns N' Roses, Richard Fortas, who is from St. Louis. Hello again. Hello. So is there going to be a Pale Divine show this coming December? Because some people want to know. Um, I don't think so. You don't and think so? And the reason I don't think so is because Greg and Dan don't live in St. Louis anymore. So it's oh. difficult for them to get back. And to be honest, this is going to be, I mean, I'm gone until November. So this is going to be uh, a long stretch for me. I don't know that I really. Yeah. 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 You're going to be playing Guns N' Roses. And... Yeah. 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 <laughs> he doesn't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Very perceptive on your part, John. It's not that. I mean, I I love playing with those guys. You know, yeah. actually, last time we did. And Michael Shearer, of course. Yeah. Michael is my brother. He's, he's I mean, probably you know, listening right now. I, I doubt that. <laughs> He's sleeping right now. <laughs> it was but, uh, no. I don't remember much from Pale Divine. I mean, they were a local band, right? But did they, did they no, have I, a record I, contract? I, I never went and saw them either. Uh-huh. But Michael Shearer, I used to see play by himself all the time. And, mm-hmm. and he, you know, he was the singer of Pale Divine and he was, he was great. Mm-hmm. You know, no, Michael's like my brother. I mean, all those guys, I, we just, 
we grew up together. Mm. And, uh, I, yeah, so, but I don't think this year we'll do it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, September 9th at Bush Stadium. How do you feel? Now, I kind of know the answer because I texted you when we, when I found out about it. I was mm. like, hey, September 9th, Bush. How do you feel about playing Bush Stadium, Richard Fortas? Uh, you know, <laughs> I have such a long history with Bush Stadium, obviously, you know, being from here um, and going to see concerts there. And seeing the Stones there, and seeing you uh, two there, and the old, he's talking about Bush too there, right? Yeah. The well, the old they, Bush stadium. Yeah, the old I Bush stadium. know, I know it was different. But yeah. I mean, I used to go to school right down the street. I used we used to skip and go down to Bush Stadium. I mean, they used to have day games during the yes, week. Yes, and they still do. And Okay. Yeah, they're going to have one tomorrow. Go, and you get right. like bleacher seats for five bucks back yeah. then. And we would just, you know, go up to the very top and, you know, do mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> do stuff, man. Right. The kids do when they skip school. Yeah, and we were watching you all with our super secret The U-Man knows. The U-Man knows everything. Yes. And then we paid your parents come and get you and stuff like that when your little kids got busted. They used to do when they skipped school. That's right. Yeah. And so it's really exciting for me. So, uh, but do you get a lot of pressure from... You know, family and friends for tickets and yeah, things like so, that. Because <laughs> you hear about that with athletes and and everything, wherever Man, they play. And I'll tell you what, the uh, Live Nation doesn't give us a ton of comp tickets. You know, we have a very limited amount of tickets, so I end up having to buy tickets for hmm. my. And actually, Steph and I bought a um, one of those private boxes mm-hmm. for because you know my. My mom is older, and right. her husband. You want to take care of her, yeah. So we, you know, we, I think it holds like thirty something tickets, and those are so we bought those for our friends and family, and you know, she's got so many people that she works with, and mm-hmm. don't want to go. Her legal. Uh, it's so cool you're married bought, to Richard, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know that, that kind of sucks. You know, if you're the band, mm-hmm. your music. There's no show without you guys. You should get as many tickets as you want. You know, and if there is a limit, okay, you get a hundred, you know, and that I should, agree. you should get as many as you probably need. I you know? agree. It's ridiculous that, that they, they treat them like that. Yep. People, and people come up and ask, you know, all the time mm. about tickets, but I, they, I pay for them. Yeah. You pay for them. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Bart and Sharon Elwood and Bobby Johnson want to know who is the opener? Is there going to be an opener? That's a really good question, and it has not been confirmed as of yet. So it hasn't? No, not for the U.S. leg. Okay. But in England, or in uh, in Europe, this summer, the Pretenders are opening. I saw How that. Cool is that? Uh, that's really cool. And Generation Sex, which is Steve Jones and Paul Cook, Billy Idol. Really? And Tony James, yeah. Wow. So Very that'll excited. be a, a couple good openers. Yeah, I'm excited day. about that. Kenneth Freeman wants to know, are GNR still together? <laughs> mm. I don't know if he was being funny or if he was uh, serious. No, that's a cute question. Um, you know, uh, yeah, as far as I know, um, you're the band. Friday, so. we will all be together. So. <laughs> that's when they started so, rehearsals. Uh, was that Friday? Was that Friday? Yeah. 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 I mean, maybe he was wondering, maybe he was, maybe didn't clearly ask the question, are they still a recording band? Because. Yeah, they are a performing band live, right? But do they still make new music? They, they do. They they release them here and there. I yeah. didn't ask them anything about new music because they 
always get asked about yeah, new yeah. music, and yeah. I'm just done with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So when uh, Axel wanted you to come play with Guns N' Roses back in the day, were you freaked out about that? Were you like, you know, because you had played with Rihanna and you'd played with some big names, but I hadn't played with Rihanna yet. I was on tour with uh, Enrique Iglesias. That's who, that's who yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I'd done. You know, I'd been in the Psychedelic Furs and in uh, Love Spit Love. Um, and I'd done other big tours and I, I, I mean, I, I wasn't that freaked out, you know, to me, you know, I was a punk rock kid. So, mm -hmm. you know, I was excited to play with some of my heroes, you know, Tommy Stinson right. was in the band at that time mm -hmm. and, uh, Robin Fink from Nine Inch Nails. Right. So, I mean, I, I was pretty psyched about that and, uh. <laughs> You know, obviously, I Axel. Knew, who? No, I knew they were. The, <laughs> I knew they were a massive band, and I knew you know I I liked the stuff that I heard, but I I wasn't like I wasn't a metal guy, you know. So, can you play with anybody else? If somebody says, uh, "Hey, would you would you play guitar on my album or whatever?" Do you have to go through the channels of Guns N' Roses and and Axel to get no, permission? No, I do it all the time. I you mean, do that's it? yeah. I play on. I mean, when I'm not uh, when I'm not out on tour, a lot of times I'm doing sessions at my house where I'm people send me tracks and I'll you play them play and you'll ship them out some, yeah all right um so the last time that you were here you played the dome at America Center and I was uh -huh. there and I remember you had did you have the Kennedy shirt on I did okay and so then Duff had a for people who don't know Kennedy's was a bar down the landing for a yes. long time that hosted a lot of great local bands and some local bands emerged out of there with some halfway decent success loved Kennedy's and uh, I think mm -hmm. I think of New World Spirits every time um, mm -hmm. you know, which, uh, you know, that, that band and, and Stir yeah. played there many times. I have a Stir shirt on today. Yeah. So. Shirt on? Street side. Street side records. I, I got everybody t-shirts. Okay. Right. So I got everybody St. Louis t-shirts. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to do that again? I mean, I what's going to happen? I was thinking about it. I don't know. You I don't should. Know. I should, right? Yeah. Because you're going to be at Bush Stadium. Axel wore a Coral Quartz shirt that I got him. That's right. He How did. How awesome is that? He <laughs> loved the story of what Coral Quartz was. You know? Oh, really? Yeah, he did. <laughs> I'll be and you yeah. have that shirt that he wore uh, in court in St. Louis. The St. Louis sucks. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the crew sent that to me when I moved here. <laughs> they put it on top of a box of stuff they were shipping back to me. When I moved back to St. Louis, well, unreal. All right, well, let's play. Let's play one more song, and then uh, we'll say goodbye, and then then you can go. Goodbye. Okay? Um, uh, Night train is, is that oh, one I know you that play? Song. You know that one too. <laughs> I love this song, and Me too. Uh, it's just the stuff. Here is Night Train. Richard Fortas is here. It's KC ninety five. All right, that's okay. segment two. On to segment three. And you are good, John. How how long will it take? And Wow, that's pretty good. It's KG95, St. Louis's classic rock. Guns N' Roses right there. And Night Train, Richard Fortas, the rhythm guitar player for Guns N' Roses, is here with me. He's from St. Louis. Yes, he was in Pale Divine and the Eyes and all that stuff. And you were just telling me that uh, rehearsal starts in just a few days for Guns mm -hmm. N' Roses because you're going to go to Europe and then United States later yeah, on. Yeah, we're Middle but, East and then Europe. Yeah, and so you're really looking to change things up, aren't you, yeah, as far yeah. as songs go? Yeah, yeah, we're always... This would be... Uh, Hopefully we'll shake things up a bit and switch switch around songs and stuff like that. Yeah, but you know, a lot of times every night is different because we don't have set lists. So I see. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Yes, I think you don't I have say, a. Huh? I think I say it. Keep going. Set list every night. Mm -mm. Really? 
So, so how do you know what is coming up next? Our singer. (laughs) Axel will, uh, he's got a button he can push that cuts off the mic from the, and he'll, which usually is used to tell jokes, but, uh, uh, he'll, he'll just say, what do you guys want to do? And, and somebody else will say something or he'll say, uh, let's do this or. Really? Yeah. Wow. You know, there's, there's blocks of songs that we'll do together. Right. You know, but yeah, like we're gonna- that's one of the um, uh, segments that made the national news. Yeah, you know that, well, that uh, makes sense. Yeah, when Axel presses a button, you know. Yeah, that's that's breaking news. Yeah, you know, it is stuff. Do the Paradise City Block, and man, sometimes it's a real surprise. You know, you know, wow. Yeah, so you you've got to know just about everything. It, in the yeah, catalog. you got to be yeah, and we're well rehearsed. I mean. We all, we sound check for an, at least an hour every day. And wow. Slash, man, he loves to play. Yeah, he, he does. Will, He's yeah, a player. He loves to play. And you just talked over one of his best solos. I, oh, at the very outro. end? Yeah. At the very end? Oh, you I'm just sorry. cut off like 16 I'm bars. Sorry. It was like 10, <laughs> 9 seconds, man. But it's awesome to, um, I, I get to play with that guy every night. So yeah, it's, it's fun. pretty cool. It's so, pretty cool. Yeah. So September, the- do, do they not allow you to ask questions about uh, Axel? Uh, I was never told I couldn't ask, but will he, would he answer? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He seems pretty protective. Yes. Ninth. It's a Saturday. Once again, Guns N' Roses will play Bush Stadium and, uh, couldn't be more excited, more happy for you. A Saturday. A Saturday. You know what that means? It means my wife can go. Yeah, that's good. And so (laughs) more than likely, do you think you'll be off the next day? I don't know the itinerary. We are off and I think I'm staying in town. Oh, oh, are you? Yeah, which usually will leave right after the show and travel to the next city. Well, in the U.S. because they go by bus or planes. What do you know? Don't know, but I would think that they go by private jets. Yeah, I think he talks about it here. Yeah, buses. And Michael Shear, the lead singer for Pale Divine, uh, uh, he just texted you. Yeah, but he's not listening. But but he's not listening. But 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 he was not sleeping either. No, he's, he, not, he's sleeping. not sleeping. Technically, he's not, he's not sleeping. All right, so whatever, Michael. All right, well, Richard, <laughs> uh, man, it was good to have you in it's here. It's always great to see you. And uh, you know, good luck on the on the European leg and the Middle Eastern leg and uh, the U.S. leg again. I mean, we can't wait to, for the band to get here on September the ninth. It's going to be great. It man, last time was such a great experience to play in St. Louis because the first that was the first time yeah. I played. I've been with the band over twenty years. I guess all the riot stuff and everything. Thing is all so far in the past. Nobody cares anymore. Some yeah. there are some listeners out there that still hold a grudge against Axl Rose. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it's time to get over it. Yeah, you know, it's way time. Uh, Richard should tell him uh, tell Axel about how Casey has been so important to to the rock scene in St. Louis, and maybe pull you and I up on the stage there you and know, say hello to the audience. I I tried that to get have... an interview with Axel the last time they were here, oh, and, yeah. it, and it wouldn't happen. So yeah. I'm going to try again. Yeah. You know, and yeah. uh, if anybody can make it happen, he can make it happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That was the first time I've played in St. Louis. And it was the first time since the uh, since yes, 1991 yeah, on the right. Yeah. yeah, and we don't. But <laughs> you did play lead guitar on this song. That the song... It, the, the song that I'm going to play was the song that they were playing when the riot happened in 1991, Rocket Queen. Ah, see, that's right, that's I right, remember that's right. that. Yeah, and you played. You, the, you you were playing the solo. Yeah, you were. 
Not during the riot. No, 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 no. no. You were at Kennedy's. We've but, already yeah, established yes, that. Yes. But uh, this is a Not great song. Not at the scene of the crime. Yes, yes. All right, so uh, we're going to go out with a thought. We called it a crime. Yeah, scene Uh-oh, of the don't, crime. Don't let that get back to Axel. <laughs> Rocket Queen from Guns and Richard Thanks Fortas. For having Thanks me. for coming by, man. Always. Really appreciate it. Here is Rocket Queen. It's KC ninety five. See you in September. Nice. And that's it. Yeah, great interview, Favon. Thanks. I met Richard a couple times, once or twice, and I, I he probably wouldn't know me if I ran into me in a crowd, but uh uh I'd like to Sit down and talk to him myself one of these days. He came you know? in uh, when yeah. you and I were doing the morning show. Yeah, and um, he's he's a great guy. Yeah, he, he seems like he is. And uh, I wish people like that you wish tremendous success for. And and you know he seems very versatile too in his right his abilities. Yes, I mean you go from Rihanna to some of the other bands that he talked Enrique about. Enrique Iglesias. Yeah, yeah. And no. then he has this punk background, and he's playing with Guns and Roses. He's a talented dude, yeah, man. He, he, I mean, he, you don't get you don't get to that level unless you got something special going on. You know, and I I, I agree. I think um, he really does, and um, yeah. you know, good on him. Uh, it's uh, it's no small thing to have him in the studio. That's no, for sure. it's not. Yeah, Richard Fortas, and you made national news again with that with that interview uh, as far as the uh, music uh, media is concerned. Yes, yeah, I did. All right, something else. Um, the Casey tapes. They're brought to you by legendsofrock.io. Visit legendsofrock.io to enter giveaways of rare collectibles. Nice. Yeah, we've got a sponsor for the case you take, so we appreciate that. All right, I'm John Hewlett. You can follow me on Instagram. I'm Johnny Hewlett. And you can just follow me, Favaz. AMF. I'm going to follow him out the door right now. <laughs> the Casey Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to Casey95.com or the Casey mobile app.